Charlia. Welcome to Good Luck Charlie. Just like you, I'm on the journey of self-discovery and am daily trying to learn what it means to find balance, create lifelong friendships, chase my dreams and invest in my future. So here's what I'm learning and loving on this crazy path of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Hello everybody. I hope you are all well physically emotionally mentally spiritually etc i hope you enjoyed the long weekend happy easter i hope you got to spend some time with family if this day is more than just a holiday for you i hope you got to reflect on what it means and the gift of jesus's death and resurrection and how special and amazing that is i got to spend some really nice time with family which was great and the other exciting thing that happened is i finally finished all of my hours If you're on your L's in Australia, you need to get 100 hours of driving before you can drive by yourself. And I finally finished that the other day, which is so exciting. So now I'm just have two weeks until my driver's test. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, I should be ready to go into the wild world of freedom and petrol fees. (laughs) So I'm on holidays, school holidays. I feel great. And it's kind of sad because I want this to continue. But I feel like I know when school goes back. I'm not going to feel as good again, which in some ways is okay, but it's learning how to take that great feeling into the rest of your life because for me at the moment, school is like the quote unquote mood killer, but like there's always going to be something in your life that's like that. So I think you just have to learn to be happy where you are, learn to live sustainably and feel good where you are. So that's what I'm trying to do at the moment, trying to get my head in the right space over the holidays and go back into the next term, motivated, inspired, and just thankful to be where I am and thankful for the education I get to receive. So again, I just want to start with a little bit of gratitude. Gratitude is so important. I think there's so much we can be thankful for. And scientifically, it does help your brain and it helps you to feel better. I'm just going to pause for a few seconds and I would love if you all thought of a few things that you were grateful for or just looked around the room or if you're going on a walk or driving and find like three beautiful things or three things yeah that you're grateful for that make you smile so I'm gonna do that now awesome thank you so much I had a little thought too and I'm really grateful for the sun today it's been raining the past few days so it's so nice to have some I'm I'm grateful for spontaneous get-togethers with friends and I'm really grateful for art. I ordered a few art prints for my room yesterday and I'm so excited they're of Santorini which I just think is so beautiful and gorgeous and for me it's a little bit of beauty for my room but also just a way that I can dream about the future when we get to travel again and explore different cultures and appreciate the gorgeous round, gorgeous world around us. On that note, I never used to appreciate art. I was never someone to appreciate beauty and views. And I don't know why. Like it was it was my bottom character strength in tests and like little quizzes that you would do. And I remember going on like hikes with my family and getting to the top and being like, why? Like what is special about this? It's just trees or it's just mountains. I don't understand what's so special. I can see this anywhere or like I I don't understand why this is important. But I think part of that was me trying to seem like tough or above beauty and above emotions because I think maybe it's displayed as frivolous or girly or weak to appreciate beauty and the small things. Maybe I don't know where I got this narrative, but maybe some of you think that too. But recently, I've really been trying to appreciate the beauty and the small things and it's just made me so much happier. So I got my art from Olive et Oriel, if you want to look it up. That was pretty cool. 
So yes, anywho, today is another buzzword episode all about vulnerability. And actually just this morning, I woke up to do a devotional by Bob Goff. Bob Goff is an author and a speaker. He runs all these amazing charities and he's just pretty cool in lots of ways. So I'd highly recommend checking out a few of his books, Love Does and Everybody Always, and some of his devotionals if you want to learn more. And his devotion this morning was all about vulnerability, which I thought was perfect timing. And I just want to read a few lines from that, which I thought were really good. He says, the cost of faking it is isolation. Vulnerability leads to community. Don't fake perfection. Go for broke instead. The hidden cost of faking it is isolation, but the payoff of vulnerability is community. Find someone safe and share the part of your life you hide from others. You're going to find the rejection you fear is a myth and lie. People will still love you. Hope will catch you on the other side of your confessions. That is pretty good. And I think that's a good start to this word vulnerability. Vulnerability is seen as a really interesting concept in our society today. And I think many of you may not have had great experiences with it necessarily or think that it's something to almost fear or be afraid of or run far away from. And in some ways, I think that's true because we don't really want to put ourselves in vulnerable positions where we could get hurt and things like that, which leads me to the definition, like the dictionary definition of vulnerability that says the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being harmed, either physically or emotionally. And when you hear that, yeah, it's terrifying. You don't want to put yourself in that vulnerable situation at all. And so it comes to beg the question as to why would you be vulnerable? And I think vulnerability is a choice in lots of ways, especially if it's an emotional. You have to choose to be vulnerable and to share that part of your heart with others. And this is where it comes to Brene Brown, who I'm sure many of you have heard of. She's really famous for a talk called The Power of Vulnerability. And she was one of the first people to really speak about this concept, like in the real world or like out loud in today's society. And she's a big believer that vulnerability is not a weakness. It's actually our greatest measure of courage. And it appears in so many ways. It can be starting a new business, stopping your job, sharing your heart with someone, telling a friend how they've hurt you, etc., etc. Vulnerability, she defines as uncertainty, risk and emotional exposure. She says vulnerability is showing up and being seen even if there is no guarantee. If you want to know a little bit more about this and what Brene Brown says, you can watch a video by her called The Biggest Myth About Vulnerability. It's only three minutes, but it's a great introduction to some of the ideas that she has. Something that I find really interesting is vulnerability is really attractive. When we meet someone, when we're starting a new friendship or relationship, we look for the vulnerability in that person. It is the first thing we look for, but it's the last thing that we show them of ourselves. And I think just think about that for a second because it's true. When we meet someone, vulnerability is the first thing we look for in them, but the last thing we show them of ourselves. I think vulnerability often means that we have to show our humanness. We have to show what makes us real. No one is perfect. No one knows it all. And being vulnerable can help us overcome our insecurities. For me, being vulnerable meant getting real in my conversations with friends and family and cousins and everyone. It's telling the truth about how I feel and why. It was getting real with God, saying what hurt me and identifying and admitting where I felt lost 
that I could not do it alone and that I had no clue. The things it meant admitting the things that I didn't know. For me, vulnerability has meant telling a friend that they've hurt me and trusting them with my heart. It's meant admitting that I am terribly afraid of failure, admitting that to myself and others. It's meant having the courage to go to a psychologist when I realized the way that I live wasn't and isn't sustainable. And it's the vulnerability to admit that I've done that to friends, family, and you. Bree Swan is a model, but she's a Christian influencer, an author, a speaker, um, just so many things and so wonderful in so many ways. And I shared her post on my story at goodluck underscore Charlie Pod a few weeks ago. And I love what she has to say about vulnerability. And she starts with a quote from Brene Brown. You don't measure vulnerability by the amount of disclosure. You measure vulnerability by the amount of courage to show up and be seen when you can't control the outcome. Brene Brown. Vulnerability isn't always about spilling your guts and sharing every single detail of your life with everyone that you can. It's about choosing to show up. Sometimes it's saying I love you to someone who has hurt you. Sometimes it's being honest about your weaknesses. It might be trusting someone for the first time or even the hundredth. It can be going to God with our entire selves and surrendering. Because vulnerability is about stripping the walls down that keep you protected and safe. There is no such thing as courage without vulnerability. And I love that so much. Vulnerability has the power to change lives. It encourages growth and it sparks connection. Vulnerability in yourself allows others to have vulnerability. And I just cannot stress enough the importance of it in forming connections, in being real, in getting to know yourself and getting to know others and forging those deeper, stronger relationships. Karen Anderson, a life coach and author, says that vulnerability is a paradox because the more vulnerable you allow yourself to be, the more powerful you will feel. Vulnerability inspires others to feel safe and express their love. So wellandgood.com has a few different tips, a few different dot points about some ways to be vulnerability. So it's having the willingness to feel pride and shame. It's reaching out to someone that you would like to connect with. I think that's a big one for a lot of people. And for me as well, I find it really scary to reach out to people that I admire from a distance or that I really look up to or that I just kind of idolize in a way because their opinion means so much to me and who they are as a person means so much to me that it's really scary to have rejection from them more than anyone else and it's scary to admit to someone that you look up to them or that they inspire you in ways and open yourself up to that place of rejection from someone that you really admire so I think that's one of my challenges for you this week message someone text someone send someone a letter if you're really brave to someone who has shaped your life and inspired you and encouraged you and someone that you look up to it could be one of your friends or a teacher, or someone at your church, role model, a family friend. It could be literally anyone. And that will push your vulnerability in a small or large way, depending on how much practice you've had with this. So how do you approach vulnerability? A big part of it is defining what vulnerability means for yourself. What would it look like for you? What would it look like for you guys to be able to express vulnerability? What would that look like? What would it feel? You need to know yourself to be vulnerable. Start small and get to know how it feels. 
get to know how it feels to have your heart racing a little as you pour out your heart and some of your emotions and your truth. I think part of it is you need to know your truth and you need to know what matters to you and what you believe to be able to share that and open that up with others. So just take one small step. Sometimes you need to be vulnerable with yourself before you can be vulnerable with others. So I asked some of you on Instagram what ways, what are, what vulnerability means to you and what are ways that you show vulnerability. I do not know why I struggled through that so much. So you said that vulnerability is sacrificing every part of yourself for others. It's being real with the good, the bad and the ugly. It's to be open and honest and show our true selves. It's a weakness that shouldn't define you but can give you a disadvantage. I think that that is potentially something that is like what society says vulnerability is, but it hasn't necessarily been my own experience. I think vulnerability is a strength. It just isn't seen that way because others are too afraid to be vulnerable as well. So they almost see your vulnerability as a threat. And so they like shut it down. Vulnerability is taking my eyes off God. So yeah, it is pretty cool. There are lots of different definitions of vulnerability and lots of different ways that it might play out within your own life and getting to know that and what it means for you, getting real with that is a really great place to start with vulnerability. I just love the topic of vulnerability and I think vulnerability has truly saved, changed, impacted my life in so many ways and it's something I'm still working on. The reason this episode was started and inspired by was This was also one of my 2019 words of the year. So if you're new here, I believe in setting intentions over like goals or expectations. So instead of choosing a goal of the year at the start of each year, I love to choose a word of the year and something that I'm going to focus on throughout the year. And I feel like that really helps me in the world of changing things like with COVID last year and everything. Goals can become really flimsy and can get changed so quickly by your circumstance or where you live or who's in your life, whereas an intention and a word can apply no matter where you are and no matter what life throws at you. So my 2019 words were vulnerability and intentionality, and I had no idea what that year was going to bring. But what it did bring was some really tough situations with different friends and partners And so I needed to use that intentionality and vulnerability to form connections, be true, work through issues and have those really deep and important conversations and discussions that I truly believe if those weren't my words, I probably wouldn't have had. And I don't know where those friendships and relationships would be right now. And I don't want to think about where they would be. I think it saved some friendships and it made relationships and friendships really real and true and so much deeper and more meaningful than what they would have been otherwise. For me, I have not really dated much and part of that is because it is really scary for me to put myself out there and to be vulnerable and to risk my emotions and myself and to admit that I'm not independent and well, I am independent, I don't need someone else but dating and relationships opens your heart to the option of having someone else and that's scary to me to rely on someone or put my trust and my faith in someone else and this right now is me being really vulnerable and I think that vulnerability is required to do those things. Vulnerability is required to go on first dates, to start a job, to make a big life decision, to start a job, to quit a job, to 
admit that you're passionate about something, that you want to start a podcast, that you are interested in photography. Just before I was listening to a song that it says, if you're starting something, remember, sucking at something is the start of being sort of good at something. And I feel like that ties into this somehow. And I just want you to realize that starting something and being bad at it, that is where you have to start and everything grows. It's the same with vulnerability. Start somewhere. I truly believe you'll see positives in your life because of being vulnerable. It can change your life. It can change your relationships and your friendships and your relationship with yourself, with God, and just so much more. And I want to touch on why it can be hard to be vulnerable with God as well, because I know we all know, for those of you who are active in your faith, in your relationship, that we can go to him for anything and he truly loves us regardless. But it's in our nature to want to appear perfect and have it all together and to think that when we bring our messiness to someone, that they will meet that with rejection, not love. And that's exactly what God does. He meets our messiness with love, but it can be so hard to share that messiness, especially when You can convince yourself that he already knows and he does. So why would I have to tell him? But saying those words out loud, give you the courage and admitting that you need help is always the first step to recovery and to a new chapter of life and forgiveness and success or relationships or healthy lifestyle. So I hope all of that made a little bit of sense. I really hope you gained something from this. And that's part of it. My vulnerability and your vulnerability allows others to be more vulnerable, to feel seen, to feel heard. There's the quote that vulnerability begets vulnerability. And truthfully, there is nothing more true than that. Um, Vulnerability does really beget vulnerability. And so maybe there's a relationship in your life right now where you think that you just haven't connected with the other person fully and you want to know more or you seem distant. The best way to start is by saying that by you admitting that we feel a little bit distant or and admitting that you have a part to play in it as well. There's two sides to every story and every relationship and vulnerability means admitting that, admitting your faults, your pride, your sin, your unawareness and like where you can improve, improve to the other person. So yes, I hope you learned something from this. I hope you felt a little bit inspired, a little bit encouraged, a little bit seen and heard and felt and like appreciated and yeah I truthfully thank you all for being here thank you for listening each week I hope you get something out of this it is really special and really don't have much else to say I hope you have a good week if you're on holidays do something fun do something adventurous and spontaneous and something that you wouldn't usually do if you're not on holidays I the, that applies to you as well. Do something fun or crazy. Do a little bit of art. Appreciate the beauty around you. Send a letter or send a message to someone that you've looked up to and felt inspired by. And yeah, I hope you feel loved and heard and seen because you deserve to feel that way. And with that, thank you for being here. Leave a rating and review if you are enjoying this on the Apple Podcast app. It means a lot. It's really special. It knows makes me know that I'm going in the right direction and that you guys like what you're hearing and feel appreciated and encouraged by it. And yeah, with that, thank you so much for listening. Have a fabulous week and good luck, Charlie. Bye. Good luck, Charlie. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye.